Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Fucking heat you there. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy. In case you thought it was Mad Men, because Dale really <laughs> wants to get our show sued for some reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that that show it that that song makes me like want to smoke cigarettes and work in like a smoky office. Right. That you could that's the safe things that you could say from that <laughs> and uh, that song and makes me want to bang hookers and drink whiskey at work like what <laughs> i love that song it's not even a song it's just like music i love it yeah well everyone welcome uh to eat sleep fantasy uh i'm christian brito with me how you heard him tonight is uh dale demott what's up dale yeah man i'm glad to be back finally i'm, I'm sorry i missed you uh it's been like Three or four episodes, I think. I think the audience was really missing me this time. Well, if you're listening to us for the first time and you're wondering what are these two dickheads doing, why do I why do I have to do that? I'm sorry, I apologize. You know, it's um, only a couple minutes in the show and you already called us dickheads. Anyways, we're a couple guys who dickheads. love fantasy football. Exactly. And we're just here to kind of share what the way we experience fantasy football. The, the way that we watch, the way that we see things, the way that we watch Golden Taint, right? The way that we experience football, how we love to see Dale somehow win with ridiculously bad teams mm-hmm. and me lose on ridiculously unfortunate plays at the end of games. Yeah. Like, we love football and we love talking about it. Anyways, man, like, it's, it's awesome. That's what our show is about. If you... If you want something a little bit different in your fantasy football, you want to actually be entertained by two guys who should probably be a lot more mature than they actually are. Yeah. Um, This is your show, right? We have so much responsibility in our day-to-day lives, and we just want something to listen to, enjoy, relax. Like, that's the whole point, right? We're playing a game. We're playing something that's supposed to be fun. Obviously, we do it for like money and stuff, so it it gets a little serious. But like, we're sitting there hoping a two hundred fifty pound man catches a fucking football. Like, right. it. Let's enjoy it. Let's have fun with it. 
Let's um let's take fantasy football back to its roots. Let's make fantasy great again. Yep, that's right. And you know, if if you want just facts and stats, we're probably not the podcast if that's the only thing you want. Eh, I disagree. Jeez, oh, see, we have yes. a whole episode for just nerdy stuff, <laughs> which we'll not, we'll bring to you tomorrow. But if that's all you want, I'm saying, then you know, get the fuck out of here. Don't you want me, baby? We should end the show with that. Uh, audience has been missing the show in general because we were supposed to put out an episode. We were supposed to record last night. Um, I guess I'll give the audience this little anecdote because I already told you, but um, I had some sort of weird allergic reaction. Oh, yeah, that, do I, do that, I want to tell This is all I knew, by the story? way, because we were going to record, and then all I got from you is, I have an allergic reaction. I'll let you know if we're going to record. <laughs> and then I didn't hear from you for like six hours, and I never really found out what happened. Okay. I'm genuinely embarrassed to tell the rest of this story, but because it's our listeners, I will do it. It's going to get a little gross. Is that fine? Yeah, they, yeah, they deserve it. They deserve okay. to know what happened. All right, they deserve to know what happened. Okay, so they used some sort of cleaning product at the end of where I was working, and somebody was cleaning around my desk, and I started coughing. Whatever, it was light. When I got to my car, coughing got a little bit worse. I pulled over to the gas station to get some water. Coughing proceeded to get worse, so I pulled in the Publix to get some Benadryl because now I know that I'm having an allergic reaction to something that they use to clean. Like, you know, you know, it's it's almost similar to like an an asthma attack, not as bad, but the coughing started to get really severe. Now I'm in the aisle trying to pick some Benadryl and like some cough drops to calm down. And as I'm in the aisle, it starts to get bad enough that I start to heave. I threw up in the middle of the public aisle. Did you really? Dude, I threw up in the middle of the public oh, aisle. That's embarrassing. Yeah. So did you attempt to clean it up or did you call somebody to clean it up for you? Or did I, you just leave it? I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have given that third option. <laughs> um, well, here's what actually happened. Uh, it's option four. Um, I don't know why, but as a human, when you throw up, you have this instinctual reaction to try to like cover your mouth. With oh, your no. hands. Uh. <laughs> so I threw up all over my hands. God, what are you, a little kid? Um, and so I had to go to the bathroom and clean. Um, I still had, like, the Claritin and the Benadryl in my hands um, and the cough drops. I just put them on the side. Because <laughs> I threw up in one hand, but then some of it got on my shirt. It's It was a, oh, it, it was a mess. So wait, um, hold on. So you left the vomit on the floor and you went to the bathroom or did you tell somebody or what? No, I went straight to, dude, I just had my head tucked, went straight to the bathroom because I was in, the good thing is the medicine aisle was like tucked away in the corner of Publix. Right, right, right. Um, I went straight to the bathroom, which was right next to it actually. So I, nobody saw me, cleaned up, grabbed my stuff, paid and there was nobody in front of the line and just left. Oh God, you just left it there and some poor guy. Oh, such come a on, Christian. I feel, I feel terrible but at the same time i thought i was gonna die because by the time i got to my car like i was trying to decide should i drive home or should i go to like urgent care or the right, emergency okay. room so you get a you get like a 20 percent pass on this just because you were looking out for your own health safety and welfare right yeah it but got man. kind of like <sighs> on my drive you need to tell getting, somebody it wasn't I, getting yeah i probably did um but here's the thing as I'm paying, like the person who's checking me out looks at me like, what is wrong with this person? They look like they're about to die. 
And yeah. then as I leave, they're like, I hope you feel better. I said nothing. Right. I guess they're just <laughs> assuming by the look that I'm like pale, look like I'm dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and I've still yeah. had like this little like Philip Caldwell nagging cough to me right. for the rest of the day. Nobody You're poisoned. knows. What, I probably was poisoned by something. I don't know. But I immediately that before I went, I went straight home, got in my bed. Well, I washed my face when I got home, got in my bed. I, I still had like clothing on minus the shirt. Like I still got pants and socks on, which I never do. That's not how I roll in getting in bed. Fell asleep, woke up at like 11.45 p.m., took another Benadryl, and then woke up when my alarm went off. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Crazy night. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. End of the no, story. it's not crazy. It's um, just... at the, when you, while you were leaving public, you should have like kind of nudged somebody and be like, you might want to clean that up. And yeah, but like, tell how, like, my initial yeah. reaction actually was going to go to the bathroom and like grab stuff to clean it myself, right? It's their fault right. for not having stuff there. I just want to it's say that. It's their fault. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's their fault. My initial reaction was to clean it myself, but they didn't have anything to do it. Right. If they had a mop bucket and water there ready no, for you. No, just like you, some you fucking done. paper towels, man. The hell am I supposed to dry my hands with? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I apologize to the publics at Waterstone. If we have any <laughs> listeners there, I'm sorry. I hope there's one guy that works there that had to clean it up that's listening to this. I he's, um, he's gonna find you and kill you. No, man. I'll buy you lunch. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that's gonna help. Find that is gonna help. Zaxby's lunch. Well, you gotta clean up your vomit. He's making like eight dollars an hour, dude. <laughs> that's gonna make. That's his whole. That's an hour of pay that I'll buy him for lunch. Come on. <laughs> All right, now I sound like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, nothing nearly that eventful. Um, we revealed to my family that we're having a girl. My wife and I are having a girl. Um, I've known for a little while, but um, we finally were able to tell the family. I feel like that's awesome. Like, that, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, man. Uh, we're, we're both really excited. It's Regardless you know, of all the jokes that are made in our private chats, I think that is um, very, yeah, very cool. No, it's, you know, the... I'm not an anxious person. I am probably the most laid back person, either whether you know it or not. I'm probably the most laid back person you know, Christian. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty anxious over all this stuff. It's like it, it's hitting me harder than it than I thought it would. Um, I will get through it. Everybody does, right? Um, uh-huh. But you know, just dealing with all the crap that we have to deal with, and you know, the unknown. You know, my my wife is pretty good with kids, but you know, I have minimal experience. So Dude, uh, we'll find we'll figure it out. I know this is messed up. All I'm thinking is, man, I really wish I hadn't have told that story. (laughs) (laughs) I regret that because now it's on tape. Yeah. Yeah, And I say on tape because... It's evidence. I don't know, man. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So if somebody came into public, slipped on the vomit, and broke their neck, you'd probably be liable, no? No, it's Publix. Yeah, probably. But you should feel really bad about it. Because you just ruined somebody's life. You broke their neck and now they're paralyzed. Dale, you took it too far. That person will probably... Dale, forget it. Let's get into the news and notes. (laughs) News and notes. All right, what you got? All right, first and most important piece of news that I'll start off with. I think it's the most important piece of news. Percy... No, I'm just kidding. Jamal Charles placed on IR. Yeah, yeah. Probably... The 
yeah, probably the worst piece of news that we got all year. Everybody had such high hopes for him, and it sucks. Um, I guess you know Spencer Ware. Seeing, let's see what if he even plays this week. Um, but I guess Spencer Ware's, Ware's value, uh, you know, goes up uh, for the rest of the season and next season for keeper keeper leagues. Um, what's your reaction? Well, I think it. I think it makes Char West a very viable play in in daily and a, and a one week kind of pickup um, for this yeah. week because it's looking like. And I, I um, was tweeting with the fantasy doctor today and kind of trying to see where Spencer Ware was uh, where Ware was heading for this weekend. And it, it, all indications are that he's kind of unlikely to play this weekend. It would be a surprise if he did. That's that's yeah. not to say he couldn't clear all the steps of the concussion protocol before Sunday, but it's not trending in that direction right it's, now. <clears throat> yeah, to, so, to be cleared from concussion protocol, it's a lengthy process. Even if everything goes perfect, it's still, you know, it's the, still tough to come back in right. a week. Exactly. So it looks like it's going to be the West and Scrubs show to go with uh, to be this weekend against Jacksonville, which is a pretty nice matchup. And then yeah. going forward, I would fully expect to to see where take back his role, be a top ten running back rest of the season, and and be very nice in that capacity. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I and mean, for anybody holding on to where anybody that was smart enough to handcuff Jamal Charles with where in the beginning of the season, uh, kudos to you. Um, yeah, I think Ware is going to be a great play for the rest of the season. I mean, we were kind of on pins and needles with Ware, right? Like every week we're like, you know, is Jamal Charles going to come back? Is he going to come back? Is he going to come back? Um, finally, we know that he's not coming back. So um, Ware's going to be a great play for sure. Yeah, so I got to ask you, that was a ridiculously long pause. Rest of season, how high do you have Spencer Ware? Uh, I have him pretty high, actually. I think he's... Hold think on, he's hold done. on. What? This is a... Come on, man. I'm trying to set you up. For what? For an obvious game. Oh, okay. Are we going to play this or that? We're going to play this or that. All right. The choice is yours. You can oh. get with this, or you can get with that. You can oh. get with this, or you can get with that. All right, Dale. Since, uh, since you're the guy I need to gauge with here, rest of season, Spencer Ware... Or the current RB9 Isaiah Crowell? Spencer Ware. But he's... Crowell's ahead of... But, but. Crowell's <laughs> ahead of Spencer Ware right now. All right, you, you said know, Crowell, that very, very quickly. Let me go a little higher. Okay, go ahead. What were you going to say about Crowell? No, I was just going to say, you know, Crowell is a decent play most weeks. Uh, I think he is a running back two on a good matchup, flex play on not so good matchup. Would you agree with that? Mm, sure. I, I I think for the rest of the season, Crow is a solid flex. I think he's an RB2 flex for the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm so, going to give yeah, you I mean, his point totals because I don't think people realize how consistently good he's been. He's had two weeks, two weeks of under five fantasy points. Um, But of the eight games he's played, one, two, three, four, five have been at least double digits. And when I say double digits, I'm talking 13.9, 20.8, 20.2. Like, this is a guy who, he's not having these huge 30-point weeks, but he's having 15-point weeks consistently. Yeah, you know, it's something about, you know, the Cleveland offense, first of all, that I don't trust, okay. or the defense, for that matter. Okay. Um, 
they, you know, then inability for Cleveland to stay in games long enough where Crowell can be used and managed correctly. Right. Um, yeah, I do think he's good. I think Crowell is good enough. Like I said, you know, solid top twenty-four guy. I'm not shitting on him. Um, I just don't think I don't think he's as good as Ware. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's go a little higher with. Um, yeah, well, wait, and not to mention, I don't want to spend too much time on Crowell, but Duke Johnson does play a small factor in my decision as well. Doesn't he for you? I mean, I know he's not a great, you know, Duke Johnson's nothing great, but he's there. Eh. I know. Okay, we can move on. Duke, I mean, Duke Johnson hasn't been as terrible um, as I thought it would be. He's the running back 30 right now. Um, he did get 87 receiving yards in, um, in their game against the Jets this past week. So, was okay in that role, right? Catching six passes for 87 yards. It's pretty nice. Yeah. But um, honestly, I might flat out drop him this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's looking towards like I'm probably going to drop him to claim uh, Char West, to play Char West for one week because uh, I need the win. But, you know, <clears throat> we'll see. I, I'm not in love with uh, – I've been way on the Crowell side all year, and I'm going to continue to be on that side. So let's go a little bit higher right here. A guy that – I've probably been personally undervaluing all year. Matt Forte. Would you rather have Spencer Ware or Matt Forte for the rest of the season? Uh, I'm going Spencer Ware here, too. Again, Matt Forte has it, been has say, fucking great for two straight weeks. He has been. He has been. And I think I think he plays well when Fitzpatrick's in the game. Obviously, we've seen it. Um, but, again, it's, it's just the offense that I don't trust. I do want to say I don't. Their schedule's kind of middle of the road. They still have New England twice. Um, I do have their their playoff matchups are not bad at all. Indy, San Francisco, and then Miami for the playoffs. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, as active as Powell has been, um, especially in the past game, Matt Forte doesn't have the PPR value that he used to have. No, 163 um, receiving yards on the season. That's not great. Yeah, yeah. When I you're mean, looking at guys of, like you know David Johnson has 400 receiving yards. Right. right. Spencer Ware has over 300. Tevin Coleman has over 300. Duke Johnson has 297. Right. Like, you got to scroll pretty far down to get to Matt Forte. Right. I mean, a lot of Forte's value with the Bears came from you know passing. No matter if they were down or up. I mean, that, and that's what makes a pass catching running back so valuable. Is even when your team is down and they're not running the ball in the you know the end of the third or you know beginning of the fourth. Uh, they're still getting points. Um, Matt Forte isn't getting those points anymore. And I, I got to say, I agree with both of you, uh, both of these with you. Um, it just sucks as where is going to be out for a week, and you never know with concussions how long yeah. those can linger. So right. you are taking just maybe a little bit of risk here with going where, but I think he is definitely the high upside player in an offense that likes to feature the running back. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> let's go a couple more here. Um, LaShawn McCoy, another injured guy. Would you rather have him or where? I'd have LaShawn McCoy. I mean, you, you can't, you just cannot deny the pass heavy. It, they are not getting away from this. I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills here. They're not getting rid of this pass or run heavy offense. Um, they may become a little more, more balanced. Uh, we'll talk about Percy Harvin a little bit, but um, or maybe we won't. But uh, yeah, I'm all in on LaShawn McCoy. I think LaShawn McCoy ends up being a top five or six running back for the rest of the year. Speaking of McCoy, um, I'm going to disagree with that only based on this fact right here, and that is this week at Seattle, Monday night, 
I'm kind of expecting them to hold them out simply because the following week is their bye week. They get them yeah. three full weeks of rest, ready to go at Cincinnati, um, then Jacksonville, Oakland. That schedule coming up is very, very good, but I wouldn't expect him to play this week, obviously the right. bye next week. So good point. we'll see on McCoy, but um, good point. that's a that's a pretty close line for me. It's yeah. kind of a pick them because you, you are going to probably miss – um, where the this week, two. and um, you know, we'll see beyond that. Yeah, no, good point with the schedule. Um, Sean McCoy, I mean, yeah. If, get, it, I, if if you have where somebody's giving you McCoy, you would you take that A little trade talk here? That is, uh, it is really close, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking McCoy. I'm I, taking McCoy, probably. Because um, you can fill in for that week. You're going to miss both guys for a week either way. Yep. And then if we're just talking straight up, like, who would I rather have rest of the season after that? I'm taking McCoy. Okay. So, all right. What are right. the news you got? I got two more for you. Lamar Miller? Uh, yeah, I'm taking Miller everywhere. Um I have such high hopes. I I traded for Miller in our league of record. Yep. Um, Which I'm very you know, upset I, about. I think. Okay. <laughs> I think Miller. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. If you have the schedules, I think it's uh, last time fantastic. I checked. Fantastic. Yeah, Miller. The Houston Texans have a great uh, schedule coming up. Yep. So that has me excited. Um. Yeah, I th- I think. You know, By the way, I'm gonna call foul play on that because last time I checked, dude Jeez. said, "Oh, Miller's not tradable." And then all of a sudden, you give him a pick, and he get you get Miller. I don't know, man. I'm gonna call some sort of tomfoolery going on. I, I look. I was you with hung him. out with the guy over the weekend. Some sort of look. I was hanging out with him, and he lost. He lost, and he gave me the deposit for next year because that's how our keeper league works. He said, "Here's a deposit for next year, and mm-hmm. uh, and that and allows you, you said, to trade picks." And then you said, "You can keep it if you give me uh, Lamar Miller." <laughs> <laughs> no, and the next day I said, hmm, let me try to get Lamar Miller from him. I think he's given up for this year. And uh, that's what we do. You know, we can kind of sell our team for next year if we're out of the playoffs. And uh, and that's what he did. He that's sold how Armando Miller. bought a championship two years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's how you're learning this year. You're trying to buy a championship. Nah, nah. I'm clawing back with every uh, – with every. I'll give it to you, man. Oh, dude, we didn't tell the story of my ridiculous loss. Oh, no, we got to do that too. Uh, we'll do that at the end. Okay. We will okay. Yeah, stay tuned. Story. It is a stay great, tuned. great story, guys. That is a little, little dick tease. Ooh, you like that? Mike, uh, Mike said we use the word dick too much on our podcast. Okay, let's stop using the word dick. Nah, just suck on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. Here's uh, here's Lamar Miller's next three games. He has a bye this week. Of then course. he has at Jacksonville, Oakland. Nice. Nice. San Diego. Nice. He's got one tough run defense in there, Green Bay. And then his playoff schedule is Indy, Jacksonville again, Cincy. Nice. It's a pretty good schedule. You got you got Green Bay and Cincinnati mixed there. Everybody else, bottom ten run defense. Yeah. I think Major wants to be on the podcast. Major does want to be on the podcast. I told you um, right as we were about to start rolling, it's like my dog knows that I'm recording. Yeah. Because I was in this room before we started recording just fine. No crying, nothing. I 
sign on to get on this call with you, hit record, boom, let's start yeah. whining. You know, uh, Nike was going to advertise with us and give us a whole bunch of product, and they heard that episode where he was whining, and they pulled our their offer. So thanks for all our money being lost. Yeah, you thank your dog. But that's why we go with uh, we go with Reebok and Yeezys, dog. <laughs> oh, a big shout out to Blog Talk Radio. Uh, if you guys don't know, if you haven't noticed, uh, thank you for listening to the ad in the beginning and the end of our podcast. Now, um, I, why really are you doing this? We're, we don't get paid for this. We're. I'm just thinking. It, it's okay to thank people every once in a while, Christian. You no, don't I just throw up in people's no, stores. That's how you leave. do. That's how you do it. <laughs> I want to shout out a uh, quick thank you to Publix. For uh, <laughs> for picking me up when I was down. Oh, God. All right. You screwed somebody. All right. What other news you got? Wait, I got one more name for you, man. Okay. What's the news? All right. What's this, the name? This, this, one, this one's going to be interesting for all the people that have been playing the waiver wire and all that. Ooh. You'd rather have Spencer Ware rest of season or Devontae Booker? For yeah. this season? Yeah, dude. This one is... Yeah, that's a, that's a little tougher. Um, because it, judging from the body of work, based off the data and research that I have in my hands, I got to go with Ware. Okay. Booker, I think, is a great talent. I think he is definitely keeper worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I guess that goes... Right. I mean, everybody knows that. Um, Another well, guy with a great schedule. Know. Next two games are Oakland and New Orleans. Is he good? I mean, he seems okay. Right. I, I'm still going where here. Oh, so man, am I. I'm tough. going where, but it's fairly close. It is. It's really close. All right. Fair enough. If, if I had where and I'm being offered Booker for where, I don't. I wouldn't do it. All right. We spent a ton of time on that news. All right. So let's transition over to another bit of news where the New Orleans Saints are planning to use a hot hand approach between Mark Ingram and uh, Tim Hightower. They're not even sure who's going to be the starter this week. What say you, Dale? Uh, I think this is kind of coach. I mean, okay, I'm just going coming from my gut here. I think this is more coach speak. I think Mark Ingram, uh, I don't think either of these guys get a huge dip in value or a huge boost. Uh, Tim Hightower, how many touches he got? Over 20 touches last game, is that Correct. right? Yep. Um, I, that doesn't happen again. Um, I think it'll probably be more of a split, I think. Uh, right, but that's not how it was in weeks past, so... Yeah. I think... I'll give you my take, Look, Dale. I, I, I don't want Tim Hightower. I don't either, but this is me hugely fading Mark Ingram for the rest of the season. Like... yeah. Yeah, big time. They, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but they don't seem to like Mark Ingram in New Orleans for some reason. They gave him the shot for one year, one season, and that's it. Like every other season, they've just been trying to mix in anybody else to give him the ball, some carries, and take away from Mark Ingram. I don't know what it is that when he fumbles the ball like one time, there's no confidence, no trust in the guy. He's he's a fairly talented running back, so I don't get exactly what they're doing, but. Um, Tim Hightower, man. Is he's, Tim Hightower uh, waiver wire worthy? Yeah, he's probably, um, after a couple of other guys, he's probably the third best or running back to pick up this week. Okay. Uh, put him after Sproles and West. 
okay. think he's worth putting a waiver claim in, especially if you're the Ingram owner and you want to see how that shakes up a little bit. I mean, they got the best possible matchup this week at San Francisco on Sunday. So, I mean, San Francisco's run defense is horrendous right yeah. now. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah. if there's any indication on that situation clearing up before the weekend, I would play whoever is going to be the starter. Yeah. And it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it even matters. I think if, you know, if they're, they're probably playing on splitting carries. And in that case, I am taking Mark Ingram every week over Tim Hightower, I think, okay. as long as they're splitting carries. Dude, San Francisco is allowing 26.7 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. That's juicy. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. <laughs> Yeah. They've they've already allowed over eleven hundred yards on the ground. It's really bad. You mean? No, it's fantasy football. It's really good for me, <laughs> dude. Think about this. They've allowed eleven hundred yards and ten rushing touchdowns in eight weeks. Yeah, that's they, crazy. They have another bye right in eight weeks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is. All right, <clears throat> next piece of news, and you'll care because you're a Florida Gator. Go Gators. Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin. Is unretired. Unretired? I, yeah, is that a word? that's right. Unretired? Yeah. yeah. Un- it sounds like, a, uh, sounds like a uh, Disney movie, The Unretired. Oh, my God. That sounds like a terrible movie. <laughs> like, that's a movie Adam Sandler will make when he's old. Yeah, It'll yeah, be called yeah. Unretired. Yeah, him and David Spade are like a like a quarterback and wide receiver. No, it's going to be him and Kevin James in a yeah. movie. When they're yeah. old, it's going to be called Unretired. Unretired. <laughs> right? That's great. Yeah, of course. I need to write this down. <laughs> so start writing the script now, and you know, in 20 years, uh, Adam Sandler is going to be out of work, and you can send it to him. Please but stop making I don't movies, want Adam Sandler. What? Nothing. Um, yeah, so the Percy Harvin news is interesting. Um, but you know what? What? It doesn't matter. No. it. Man, it's hard to say. If he, if he still has the speed that he had, Tyrod Taylor is perfectly suited for Percy Harvin. I mean, I've, you know, I, of course, you know, I was at UF during the whole Tim Tebow, Percy Harvin era. Uh-huh. And... Percy Harvin made 30% of Tim Tebow. No, without Percy, Percy Harvin made way more than that. Percy Harvin was that offense. Uh, no, absolutely not. You can just shut your mouth. Okay. Um, okay. Tim, but Tim Tebow's, pa- you know, okay, Tim Tebow, when he passed for 300 yards, you know, the handful of games that he had uh, where he passed for that much, it was There's, screens and, you know, game. dump downs to Percy Harvin that, you know, took it for 80 yards at a time. Um, Percy Harvin is so electrifying, so fast. His his first step and his stutter steps are so fast. Um, Tyrod Taylor is very similar to Tim Tebow um, as far as, you know, his, his, his the run game that he can provide, his arm strength. Um, I, I'm betting that if Percy Harvin's anywhere near what he used to be, 
And if he's, if he's in anywhere near football shape, he can have a really quick impact. And I think he's going to surprise a lot of people, especially in an offense where the Bills really don't have, you know, very good wide receivers to throw to. Um, I'm actually surprised Tim Tebow threw for over 300 yards four times. <laughs> and all those times, I guarantee there were plays by Percy Harvin that were 50 plus yards. Now, I'm going to give you the teams that he did this against Western Kentucky. Of course. Oh, South Carolina. That's a good game. Florida Atlantic. Yeah. And uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, well, because he beat, he beat the team with his legs all the other times. I mean, come on. And then, of course, with that defense, with Brandon Spikes, Janoris Jenkins leading the defense. Okay, we can stop talking about the Gators. I hate but you, do. What, what do you think? Uh, what's the impact that Percy Auburn's going to have? You're just saying it's not important. He's not going to be a factor. Um, uh, I wouldn't say that. He's going to be their wide receiver three probably right now. Especially, okay. I mean, I think it's a good indication that their wide receiver core is banged up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in shambles, obviously. Um, it's a pretty good indicator that Watkins is not going to be back for a while. Um, you've got Goodwin, um, Hurt. Um, you've got, oh my goodness, why am I blanking? Yeah, Robert Ryan, Woods. We got, can you cut that? Part. No, no, I'm not cutting that. Well, I just blanked out for a second, man. It looks bad. <laughs> of course it does. I want you to look as bad. No, you're gonna throw up on the fucking microphone. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you don't want that showing, but you want to tell everybody that you threw up in public and didn't clean it up. <laughs> that doesn't make you look bad. <laughs> hey, man, the fantasy knowledge is still there. Okay. Yeah, you Robert just throw Woods. Up all Forgive me for forgetting Robert Woods's fucking name for a second. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, um, their weapons are in pieces. So yeah. would it surprise me if Percy Valley, uh, Percy Harvin had some value? Percy value, <laughs> Percy Harvin had some value. No, but do I? What, am I going to go pick him up? Absolutely not. No, no. And well, I mean, don't forget, uh, Percy Harvin does know Rex Ryan pretty well. Uh, the stint with the Jets that he had, um, he, you know, they know each other at least. Is that okay. good enough? Is that good enough analysis? That no. they know each other? No. <laughs> God All damn right. it, Dale. <laughs> um, we had our first eat bet paid out by our writers this weekend. Oh, I love it. If you want to check that out, you can head on over to Twitter. Um, I'll make sure to pin that today, actually. So yeah, let's do that. Anybody that listens to the pod can check that out on our page. Um, Philip Caldwell had to eat a spoonful of flour. Now, if you know Philip, he was on our last podcast, and he's had this lingering cough for like a month. I don't know what's going on. I'm pretty sure he's like dying of tuberculosis, um, which is not funny. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but he decided to eat a spoonful of flour and apparently was coughing puffs of white powder for like the rest of the evening. So that's what you get when you make eat bets. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. That's that's it, man. That's all I got for news. That's all you got? Jeez. No more news? Nothing? Nothing? Oh, hey, how about talk about this Niall Davis stuff? Oh, man. Actually, I got a, I got a couple I got a couple of interesting pieces of news that if you want to go down this road. But, yeah, let's talk about um, Niall Davis. So, Niall Davis, we know, was traded to the Green Bay Packers, who never make a trade. They traded for Niall Davis subsequently cut him a week and a half later. So he was cut. He was then claimed. 
by the Jets today. A couple of hours after he was claimed by the Jets, he was cut again. Yeah. That, that sucks. sucks. You gotta feel used, right? <clears throat> yes. Like, there's a good analogy here somewhere about, you know, a girlfriend, you know, saying that she's going to take you some, like, take you to the prom and then dumps you for the more popular guy right before the prom. No, you know what? There's a story somewhere in there. I want to know what happened for your prom here, because I feel like you've got some some hidden, like, anger, some (laughs) deep-rooted feelings. I've been with my wife since we're uh, the sophomore to junior year summer, so... Um, I went to prom with her, and it was pretty, uh, pretty boring. boring. Wow! <laughs> I said that jokingly. You cannot have that on the podcast, deal. I mean, it was fun. I mean, whatever. But <laughs> I'm just saying, it was, it was nothing. No, yeah. Okay, we can move on. Yikes! All right. Uh, actually, there is a couple uh, other pieces here that I have on the sheet, Dale. Um, Ladarius Green is coming back uh, potentially week nine, aiming for a week nine return. Any um, any value for him rest of the season? Uh, it's been a pretty weak tight end year. Yeah, it has been. Um, I don't know if it's because of the. I don't know if it's because of the trend that the game is going to. Uh, I think there's very talented tight ends out there that were probably a couple years ago would have been really productive. Um. I don't. I don't know if he has more value than than other top twelve guys. Yeah, he's probably a borderline top twelve guy. If you if you're desperate for a guy like if you if you've just been throwing out Gary Barnage all year, um, probably go pick up Ladarius Green and see how that plays out once Big Ben's back. Yep, I think he's worth a pickup. Um, Bishop Sankey signed with uh with the Chiefs. I don't think that means too Doesn't much matter. other than they need uh they need depth. Yeah, and um, that's that's about it. Dion Lewis has been practicing all the end of last week. Looks like he'll be back at practice again today, and he might uh, return after the Patriots bye week this week. Yep. So if he's cool. still available for some reason on your waiver wire, pick up Dion Lewis. Uh, definitely worth a stash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think he's going to have? How quick of an impact do you think he's going to have? James White hasn't blown the doors off anything. Um, by week this is, this is week nine. By week ten or eleven, he will have taken James White's role. Yeah, Legarrette Blunt still has value. I think no matter what, mm-hmm. I think right. it decreases just a little bit when Dion Lewis is the guy as opposed to when James White is the guy. But Blunt right. has shown that he's deserving of fifteen plus carries every game. Agreed. <clears throat> All right. So now that we spoke of some stashes, let's talk about. Some trashes. Oh, I don't like that. Um, all right, just some guys that you might think about start stat, uh, trashing. Um, might be obvious guys, but I'll throw a couple names out there and you just tell me. Uh, somebody who we were stashing a couple weeks ago, Dwayne Washington, the Detroit Lions. Uh, obviously, the already is back and healthy. Why are you even asking me about this? Because I want to hear it from your mouth. No. Dump Dwayne Washington. Okay, just making sure. Get the hell out of here with that shit. How about Ryan Matthews? Ooh. Um, remember when I told you Latavius Murray was better than Ryan Matthews? Yeah. Did we make that a neat bet? Yeah, we did, right? Mm, we may have, yeah. Yeah. Rest of season yeah. after it was after Latavius Murray returns. 
I remember doing that now. After Latavius Murray return, rest of season. And uh, I'm definitely going to win that because Ryan Matthews is droppable. Yeah, he's trash. Garbage. Uh, Dude, we have a bet on the board, you and me. Is Lamar Miller a top 10 running back? That is going to be so incredibly close. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. It's going to come down in the couple last last game or two. By the way, I'm ten and five on the board, and you are two and six so far. All right, let's make some eat bets now. I want to get back up there. All right, I got a sixty-seven percent uh, win percentage. You've got a twenty-five percent. Okay, we know how to do math, Christian. Thank you very much. I don't know. You clearly don't, because you're uh, very bad at this math analysis stuff. Okay. Okay. Eat bet here. Uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard, Jeremy Hill. I'm I. I think we already have that as a bet. No, we did it as a one-week bet. Rest of season? You rest of season. Yeah, give me Hill. That's a neat bet. Oh, okay. I'll take the I'll take Bernard's side. You're taking Bern- I thought that's what it was. That's what it is. All right. Christian <laughs> Brito is taking uh, Jeremy Hill rest of season. That is an eat bet. Yeah, eat bet. And I'm taking uh, Giovanni Bernard. What else you got for me? Four. All right. You're gonna eat lightning and you're gonna crap thunder. Eat that. What do you think of Rob Kelly here? What are they at right now? Jeremy Hill's outscored Gio Bernard so far this season. Why are you so confident? Because Jeremy Hill sucks balls when he gives me a point. You realize Jeremy Hill's the RB15 right now, right? I'm saying rest of the season. I'm not saying what he has done in the past. I'm saying what he's going to do. I think Giovanni Bernard's getting more and more involved. Rich is why Jeremy Hill has actually outscored him the last two weeks. That's a win. Put that up on the eat bet site. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for not making me cut that out. <laughs> uh, so what do you think about Rob Kelly here? What do you want me to think? He's going to uh, be the starter until he's exactly what I said. He's going to be the starter. So Matt Jones gets back. He's not talented enough to steal the job outright. But he's talented enough is to Matt, make that a mess. Is Matt Jones talented enough to keep the job? Yes. Okay. He's not very good, but he's better than Rob Kelly, and Rob Kelly is the only other guy they have. Okay. Chris Thompson is not a workhorse back. Chris Thompson is a talented passing down type Agreed. of back. Agreed. So, and it's exactly what I said he was, and that's going to continue. Okay. All right. Uh, here's a tough one, and I know this is close to your heart. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. Wait, were you saying whether or not Rob Kelly was droppable? Uh, yes. Is Rob um, Kelly droppable or stashable? After this week, he'll be droppable. Just okay. wait to see what happens with Matt Jones. Okay. <clears throat> Jarek McKinnon. Uh, droppable, stashable? Oh, he's definitely droppable. Um, now, if you're in a keeper league and a guy like love Adrian Peterson, just want to see what ha- that guy wants to see what happens with the Vikings. Um, you kind of don't want to drop McKinnon just yet because you have the spot for your him on the bench. You can keep him, right? He's stashable and he's droppable. Yeah. Because Matt Asiata looked pretty bad on his own. Well, listen, listen, I and I think, uh, um, damn it, uh, the commentators Monday Night Football. Uh, I don't. Know Gruden, John Gruden. Teams. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I think so John excited about offensive linemen. Well, you know, and the thing about this is. And he said it perfectly, and I was thinking this too. I don't even think Adrian Peterson would be successful with this offensive line. Obviously, he struggled the first couple games, Adrian Peterson. Um, 
And then you throw in somebody like Jarek McKinnon, who doesn't have very much experience and who's not as good running back. Neither Jarek McKinnon or Asiata is going to be very effective with this offensive line. It is horrendous. And I don't know anything about offensive lines, and I can tell you. it's all because of, you know, clearly uh, a couple of key injuries on their own line have made that be a problem. It was a strength earlier in the season when Adrian Peterson was there. I just think Adrian Peterson wasn't Adrian Peterson to start this season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay, that, well, that's besides the point. I'm, I mean, just Jarek McKinnon here is, he's droppable. Um, Minnesota offensive line is not going to give enough room for any, I guess, mediocre running back to be successful. Okay, fair enough. All right. I guess I will drop him then because you're the guy I wanted to trade him to. Are Unless you that's the ploy that you're trying to. <laughs> no, I probably will drop him. Yeah. And I might pick him up because I'm desperate. <clears throat> uh,. Are you stashing Tevin Coleman? Yeah, why not? Okay, just making sure. I still have him on a team. Why okay. wouldn't you? I, I think there's two reasons why. I think once he comes back, he'll be right back in the mix where he's an extremely volatile, boom-bust kind of guy depending on how much work he actually gets in that offense. But dude, was RB8 with the limited amount of touches that he got? Like, he's really good. Yeah. I love Devonta Freeman, but Tevin Coleman might actually be better. Um, yeah. They're really talented, both of them. Don't forget, at the beginning of last year, Tevin Coleman was a starter for the Falcons. And it it um, it really, like, Devonta Freeman now with Tevin Coleman out is a top five back for me, really. Uh, uh. What was he this past week? Was he not? Uh, yeah, he did okay this week. He got two touchdowns. That's what happens when the touchdowns aren't vultured. <laughs> it, either one of them without the other is a top five running back. That's bold. Either one of the Atlanta Falcons running back. Devonta Freeman is RB8 right now with all these fucking touchdowns that have been vultured by Tevin Coleman. Yeah, he's still getting a lot of work, though. Eh. I, I understand what you're saying. It's I'm not just as saying much as bold. last year where he was RB1. Right. Devontae Freeman, with all the touchdowns that have been vultured by Tevin Coleman, still has five touchdowns on the year. I understand, and that's great. Top five is is bold. That's all I'm saying. He's top eight. You're telling me the difference between five and eight is that huge? We're talking about 13 points, man. I don't know. You're telling me he's not better than LeGarrette Blunt to this point in the season if Tevin Coleman wasn't in that lineup? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, thank you. Maybe. Top five just seems bold. That's all I'm saying. But I, I guess you do have a point. What is Tevin Coleman? Tevin Coleman's missed a week and a half, and he's RB13. I don't think you realize how good that offense is with their running backs. Maybe not. <clears throat> All right, no, definitely not dropping Tevin Coleman. Okay, one last thing: Are you trading? In fact, Javon? if you're the Devonta Freeman owner, now's a very good time to trade for him. Okay. Uh, are you trading away Jordan Howard if you have him? Are you scared at all for Jeremy Langford or Cream to carry? Yeah. Um, to Cream carry. Whatever. What's his name? No, De- I actually Kareem tried to trade. I tried to trade for Jordan Howard today, but I couldn't figure out what was fair value. Um, no, I actually like Jordan Howard rest of season, but I don't think he's clearly the 200 rushing yard type of guy <laughs> that he just was. Yeah. But um, I do think that uh, he's pretty damn talented. 
Okay, I know we don't talk about you know dynasty rankings very much or keeper rankings, but uh, Devontae Booker or uh, Jordan Howard? I'm taking Booker in that situation. Just a better, oh, no, not necessarily a better offense, better, better likelihood. I, I want to clarify something: 200 yards for. for yeah, I got Howard. you. I understand. <clears throat> I said I think I said rushing, but I don't. I can't remember. <laughs> 153 rushing, 49 receiving with a touchdown. Great week. I mean, we saw him be very good outside of that one week that John Fox decided to fox things up. Yeah. Um. You like that wordplay? I like that. Fox it up. <laughs> so, um, they have their bye this week. I definitely think I do think Langford's going to cut into his work. I think he's good enough to maybe get that goal line work and be serviceable flex play type of guy for the rest of the year. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's all the uh, stash questions. uh, Trash. Stash. No, this is the dump. The the trash. The drop. The drop list. No, no, no. It's called trash. Stat. No. Trade. Trash or stash. No, because we didn't talk about trades. I know, but it's a segment. And then we just have to name it that because it's part of the segment. No. And it's like a little copyright symbol on that because I just I made up those words. You've said that before. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it every time because I don't want other people stealing it. Joe Schmo over here can start up another podcast and start that segment and be more popular than us. Dale, you know we, business we are Joe Schmo. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, by the way, um, really quick. Um, I hope we're wrapping this up because I got a couple things I got to say really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Eat Sleep Fantasy is having its 60th anniversary show. Uh, episode number 60th 60. 60th anniversary? You mean our 60th show because we've not <laughs> been around for 60 years. I didn't say years. It, 60th every, anniversary of what? The first episode? Every episode is an anniversary. And this is the 60th. Okay. See? You could do yeah, it that I'll way. Go look up um, the anyways, of anniversary. we are having our first ever live show. Um, we're going to be taking call-ins. We'll be tons of giveaways. Uh, by tons, I mean we have like an three anniversary shirts. is a day that commemorates or celebrates a past event that occurred on the same date of the year. Oh, whatever. Okay. 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 So I was wrong. Okay. That means 60. it happens annually. So, so what do we call it? What's a, what's a cool name for it? Our sixtieth show bonanza. Oh, that's good. Sixtieth show bonanza. Synonyms. <laughs> <laughs> or bonanza. So while you're doing that, um, okay, so we have tons of prizes, um, a lot of giveaways. I want people to call in. Um, we'll give the call-in number ahead of time. Um, and, yeah, we're going to have some fun, answer some questions. You can just talk to us and bullshit with us, uh, whatever you want. It's your show for that episode. Um, I haven't agreed to this. Yeah, I know, but it's it's going to be fun. So yeah, I'm being forced to do this, <laughs> guys. Um, Isn't it yeah. fun that we're going to have a call-in show that you can call and talk to us, and then who's calling? I want, I want, I don't know, but I want somebody. <laughs> shut up! I want somebody to call in and say that they're a longtime listener, first-time caller. I've always imagined that would happen on a radio show. Now we can take can live calls it. on Blog Talk Radio, which is so amazing. Yeah, I know. That's why we're going to do it. Dude, we're going to mess up that show so many times. Oh, yeah. It's going to be horrible. Dale's going to accidentally say things he shouldn't. Yes, definitely. And uh, There will but... definitely be racial slurs. <laughs> don't say that. I have never said it. I don't think... By the way, what? since we're on that, where do you stand on the, the name the Redskins? 
Because that is incredibly racist, right? Uh, is it? I, I guess it is, right? It's, it's, I don't know if it's Never racist, mind. but You're it's, the last it's, person to ask it's definitely this. culturally insensitive, right? With your white privilege. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's definitely culturally insensitive for sure. And okay. if that culture does have a problem with it, uh, as a whole, yeah, I'd say why keep it if, if there's people that are, you know, not okay with it, that are part of that culture. There's um, a very simple way to change that. And that's to find a trap like the way that the Seminoles do it where they actually have a collaborative no but that's still that's still bad though no not if you're actually because then you're like you're kind of mocking them because you come out with a horse with a guy that's probably not a real Seminole to put the arrow to put the spear in the field is like what is that saying about your culture like that they're probably pissed off at that I don't don't ever hear anything about that I, I I I'm pretty sure that they have the blessing of the tribe and agreements with it. I'm I think sure. that's the proper way to do it. Maybe. But I don't know why we're talking about this. But they're different because they have a casino in South Florida, so they're happy. I love casinos. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so yeah, we're going to do that live show. It's going to be awesome. Live show! I'm actually excited, dude. I am too. I think it's going to be awesome. I, it'll it's probably be, be like a. So much dick talk. Yeah, and it's going to be like a, uh, like a telethon. Like. Probably like a five-hour thing Please where Christian that. has to dance the entire time. Wait, is it going to be video? Because I'm not wearing a shirt. Uh, no, it can't. I don't. I don't think it can be a video. But um, if you're wondering, I am again recording without a shirt. <laughs> Nobody's wondering. <laughs> I promise you. There's people wondering. Come on. No, um, I know Mike's wondering. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much going to wrap up our show. If you're interested in checking out that live episode, we'll be tweeting out and. Um, giving a lot more information there. Dale, we did talk about something here. We wanted to kind of make an open call. I don't know if you want to put this on the episode or not here, but we have some amazing writers on our Eat Sleep Fantasy football website. On eatsleepfantasy.com, you could check out some great articles, um, you know, stardom, sit-em type columns. We have the dumpster dive. We have... A lot of information there to go with our rankings. But we're always looking for great content for our site. And if that's something that is interesting to you, that's something that you're passionate about, if you've written but you don't know where you might have a media place or an outlet to be able to get that and disseminate that to the world, um, send on over, and we're going to be tweeting out where you can do that, but send on over... Do you want to open this up to our straight email, or do you want to post a link on our website? What do you, how do you want to no, do this? Yeah, there? send it to our email: eatsleepfantasy at gmail dot com. You're really not going to pay for a better email. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just send us something, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll look it over and we'll contact you. Either way, um, you know, when we decide to do whatever we're going to do. No, I mean, we definitely like we write ourselves. We. We have great writers, but we're always looking for more content. We're looking for people to to disseminate knowledge if they have the knowledge, right? And right. we're obviously we we need to filter through and see who has knowledge and who doesn't, and who's coming from you know a place of solid information. Um, but that's why we'll have this uh, contest and um, see who who emerges as the uh, ESF writer for 2016. Yep, that's right. Oh, also, uh, before we leave, um, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. love this pause. I'm not going to help you at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Um, if you write us a review, please do and give us five stars. I know it sounds kind of cheesy asking for it, but it really helps us out. So if you enjoy the show at all, uh, just when you go into iTunes, just give us five stars. Write a v- review if you want. I don't really care what it says. Even if you don't like it, give us a review. Tell us you don't like it and tell us why. Um, but if you made it this far, and I'm guessing you are at least going to give us three stars. All right. Um, so what I'm going to start doing, actually, Dale, since you brought that up, is every once in a while, I'll read a review um, that makes me laugh. And this uh, this review made me laugh, which is it comes from Trent. Any, anyways, it says Trent with a lot of T. Trent, T-T. R R it says it says Trent and then it says T T R R E R T Anyways his name is with uh, it's Trent with a lot of T's. I got you. This podcast is just a few guys talking fantasy football news. It's an easy listen and there's even a good joke here and there. Heck, sometimes I still laugh when I think about the full grown dog list. <laughs> I forgot about that joke. Yeah, man. full grown dog list. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which Ladarius Green and Dion Lewis are pretty close to being promoted to the full-grown dog list and coming off the pup. Yep, that's right. That's uh, such a stupid-ass joke. Speaking of that joke, uh, yes, Richard still has our shirts, Intern Rich. Uh, we're trying to get it from him so we can send some of our listeners a shirt that we promised. I think we promised like maybe 10 shirts to our listeners, and I don't oh, think we've man. delivered to once <laughs> we, we so, owe our writer shirts oh, we owe everybody shirts like we, i think we're, we might go into debt trying to get more shirts <laughs> to send out to people that we promised but we haven't oh, forgotten Kenneth, about you. the board guy the yeah. uh eat sleep uh, the eat bet guy the eat I, bet board guy i promise i promise and you have my word for what it, whatever it's worth is we will give you the shirts that we promised it's just going to take a little bit longer because we're super busy with our own lives too and, and we have to track down richard right Yes, That's and at this point, we're probably going to put him on a milk carton and uh, we'll put his picture on a milk carton, not Rich. And uh, yeah, we'll have figure it seen, out. But Have you seen this podcast in turn? Yeah, so we'll, we'll get it to you guys. Uh, even I know a lot of you wrote reviews and you know tweeted them in hopes to win that t-shirt. Um, we haven't forgotten about you. And uh, I know there was a pretty big handful of people that actually did that for us and we appreciate it we haven't forgotten about you we're we'll still get you some shirts out i promise if you want to check out any of dale's uh stuff you can follow him at dale underscore fantasy if you want to check out my tweets at seaburrito fantasy the show you can find at eat sleep ff or our website eat sleep fantasy.com so for dale demont i'm christian brito have a good night credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.